Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Good morning, world. Shelly Shearer here, and welcome to the show. I have a special guest on my show today, Adam Walton from the Mental Mastery Alliance. He is a dear friend and a coach extraordinaire. And just for shits and giggles, he is a conspiracy theorist that I just love to follow and listen to. I encourage you to do the same. He has, uh, at the end of this podcast, we'll give you, and in the show notes, we'll give you some links that you can go check out some of his left of center stuff and then his mainstream. He is a source of inspiration to many and to me. Adam, welcome to the show. That was quite the nice introduction. It's nice to be talking to, uh, to you uh, in your audience and in your wheelhouse. I, I'm, I'm honored to be here. I definitely do not want to focus on COVID. But the bottom line is the last four or five months have been strange, stranger than normal. Um, you and I talk a, a fair bit over the past couple of years. We've known each other for, my goodness, it's been four years because for those of you that don't know, Adam worked with me four years ago when I was getting my podcast on the air. He used to coach with a gentleman named Sam Crowley from Every Day of Saturday who taught me how to podcast and got me live on the air. And then we did a little mindset work after that. And through that time, there has been a, a lot of wakening up in the world, certainly in my own life, the, the plugins that I've certainly endeavored to discover, I guess is a, a way to say it, has been interesting. But boy, this last five months, it's almost like everything went on fast forward for some people and dead stop sync for others. What do you got to say about that? It, uh, it, yeah, it's hard to believe that was four years ago, but yeah, uh, certainly <laughs> yeah. A, a big shout out to Sam Crowley. The guy's a, the guy's a living legend. Uh, and he's, he's one that'll talk to you. So if you guys have any interest in podcasting, uh, getting started or anything like that, uh, I suggest reaching out to him. You can reach out to me if you want to, but he's probably better for it. Um, with regards to what's going on in the world around us, uh, you have the opportunity and the ability to see it. You, you can, you can look at it. You can look at it. You can see it. You can see exactly what you're supposed to see, exactly what you have been trained to see. And when you look around, when you specifically look around to anyone listening to this right now, when you look around without interjecting your own beliefs, without interjecting your own ideas or ideologies towards what's happening, watch how other people are reacting. Watch where they stand. Watch, you know, what points they take in. Watch what they try to defend, whether it's pro-mask, anti-mask, you can see almost their entire thought process on it. And because you have the ability to observe that, you can gauge your thought process on it. So many people are like, I absolutely and adamantly am against this, but are you? And why are you? And why have <laughs> we decided to take a stand on these things? And if we do this, are we really limiting ourselves? Because I mean, we're technically living in a fluid state right now where everything is constantly changing. And I don't mean the mm -hmm. information we're receiving is changing. I mean, everything is changing on a, on a very vibrational frequency. Like we, we yes. are, we're altering. We're, we're, we're currently rewriting existence. 
And, and that blows a lot of people's minds. Cause like, no man, existence is one thing We're we're stuck with a certain pattern, a certain, this, a certain, that you're not, you're stuck with exactly what you want to be stuck with. And when you embrace fluidity in that sense, you're now stuck with forever changing. So you can grow, you can adapt and you can basically start observing when you start observing what the world around you is doing. You can act accordingly as opposed to, uh, preemptively act irrationally or worry mm-hmm. or panic or anything. Because at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is, is protect your own self, your own essence, your own energy from a negative vibration or from a, from a, a negative energy. You know, you're trying to protect yourself from all of this. And because, you know, it's not like you can go out there and be like, I'm going to fix COVID. You have to accept that it is the thing that they're telling us it is right now mm-hmm. and then work in and within it. And yes, you're right. The world is completely losing its mind now. Yes, that's what I found. People are just, they seem so lost right now in so many ways. So when you said we're, we're seeing it, I'm finding that that is certain groups of people that are kind of awake and questioning. And I certainly have spent parts of my life questioning, but this is probably the most aware and conscious I've been about the questioning, you know, where sometimes it's such a subconscious for us. This is definitely a conscious awareness for me. Uh, but I'm also finding people that are just so stuck on their point of view, almost worse. And be really clear, I grew up in one of those black and white Christian homes where it was, you know, this way or the highway and everyone else was going to hell kind of idea. I talk about it a lot on this podcast and I recovered. <laughs> uh, but people are so stuck on their point of views, almost more so than I've really ever found before. Yeah, I, I can agree with that too. And, you know, when you, funny thing too is, you know, when you introduced me as a conspiracy theorist, you also introduced me as left of center, um, which uh, in some people's minds would be like, oh, he's a liberal. Um, oh, <laughs> and, okay. And the funny thing is, Sorry the about funny that. Thing is oh yeah, no problem. And, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not politically affiliated with liberal or conservative. My entire life, I was conservative. Uh, so people would be like, oh, you have conservative views. I'm like, no, man, I have, I have you know, a free range of ability to adapt what I believe and what I see. And anyone, anyone left of center, yeah, would absolutely be a liberal for sure. These guys are just a little bit off. Uh, I, okay, so here's another thing too. I'm not 100% on your audience. I mean, I know that your podcast is fantastic and I know that your numbers are great. But what does your audience want to know? Like what, like, I, I, I'm not, it's not like I'm worried about offending anybody like that. But, I, you know, I certainly want to give you the numbers. I want to give you a, a really good push on, on, you know, a topic, an entertaining topic. Because, you know, when people say conspiracy theorists, a lot of people's ears will close. And when people mm-hmm. say left of, set, or left of center, a lot of people will think liberal. So you've got an entire oh, wow. generation of people out there that you know, won't, won't listen right away. And to all of you that, have, that are already listening, I'm like, buckle up, because this could be a weird episode, especially if we go down <laughs> the conspiracy route. And conspiracy is a negative connotation put on somebody who openly thinks freely. So if you've ever wanted mm-hmm. to cure yourself of depression, if you ever wanted to cure yourself of anxiety, if you ever wanted to get rid of an eating disorder, if you ever wanted to get rid of anything that was anything, you have to understand that mentally you've already adapted to it and you've already embraced it. And the conspiracy behind that is you can stop just as easily as you started. And people don't get that because again, we believe addiction. We believe everything that we've been told, which also applies to COVID. We believe the COVID. Now, if you look at COVID, the whole world went ape shit over mm-hmm. Florida. Florida going nuts, you know, we, we 15,000 new cases and blah, blah, blah. One day, boom, explosion. And then it comes out that it was completely off. They were, what they were counting, they said 15,000 new cases. And what they were doing was for every one person that apparently reported, reported it, 
16 were added to the list. They were like, eh, you probably talked to 16 people, so they have it too. And then you see people like people that never even got tested are reporting positive. They're, they're getting the thing in the mail or whatever, and they're, they're being flagged as positive. And another thing too is if all these people have, the funny thing, all these people have this COVID, all these people, everybody all over the world's got COVID, and it's got a 99% success or, or, or uh, survival rate. rate. Why on earth are they pushing the vaccine? So again, conspiracy, sure. But now it's just open-ended questions. Why after the downtick of these things, of the, of the COVID, are, are they making masks mandatory everywhere? What is the true intent and purpose of this? Is it safety? Sure. If you want to be steadfast in your opinion and say it's safety, then there it is. So anyone that's not demonstrating this to you is now an asshole. Am I allowed to swear on this? Is this a, you betcha. Can I be open on this podcast? <laughs> and that's kind of what bothers me the is, the, is the, the us and them mentality that's been created. My attitude is if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you're wearing it and you feel it's doing its job, then you shouldn't be worrying about whether I'm wearing one or not. I wear them when I have to. The rest of the time is I'm not ill. I'm loving the plexiglass in a lot of places. I mean, what Safeway employee wants people coughing and sneezing all over them for an eight-hour shift? I mean, come on. That's awesome. But the rest of it, and I listen to my granddaughter, and I just worry about school. And like I say, they're creating this us and them mentality and people, it's like any other soapbox. They're clinging to it with all their worth. And I'm like, I'm just looking for some free choice here and some common sense. And I'm with you. I don't like the conspiracy theory word anymore or phrase because you're right. The only people that are getting labeled with that now are people that are actually questioning, which should have been their job. All of us should be always questioning. So you ask who my audience is, people that want to change their minds, open their minds. So yes, I talk about things. I get in their faces a little bit because we're about creating high functioning habits, not living in regret. And you cannot have those things in your life if you're so closed up and stuck on your point of view that you cannot see anything else. So it's one of the things I almost beg my audience, please just change your mind. Just keep an open mind. Let this percolate for a couple of days. See if anything kind of clings to you. Conspiracy, fine. If we have to wear that for, for a couple of years, whatever. But that's not going to be how it's looked back on in history as far as I'm concerned. It is a funny thing that, you know, you know, you want to, you want to, open your mind up and all that sort of stuff like the, the the idea of a conspiracy theorist is somebody who thinks for themselves obviously um and anyone that thinks for themselves is now deemed crazy you either do exactly as you're told exactly as we tell you or you're crazy mm -hmm. to the point where you know the, if you look at the social media right now we've gained a voice so the the division was gone the the sexual division is gone men women uh, the racial division uh is is decreasing because people are talking about it right? Uh, mm -hmm. Black, white, you know, the, the, all this division, any point you stand on, you take a division against somebody else. Collectively, more and more, we're all waking up to this nonsense. And we realize that we're all people doing something. And now we have a new enemy. Now we have a new distraction. Now we have COVID where our neighbors aren't safe. And and you have to wear a mask and I don't approve mm -hmm. of a mask. And we've got this new division. We've got this new distraction, this new internal war. Because I think we were getting too close. We were, we were flying too close to the sun earlier where we were waking up. Look at the fact checkers. Now, I don't want to talk too much about it uh, simply because it's, it's, it's such a disgusting topic and people need to do some, some, some like the, the powers that be really need to really check this one out. But the Wayfair, the Wayfair website has been 
flagged for child sex trafficking. And immediately I posted something about this on, on Facebook where they could buy, you know, the whole story is if you guys haven't looked at it up, that the children that have gone missing, they were, they were, there was cabinets being sold on Wayfair for $50,000 ish, you know, multiple prices. Mm -hmm. And the cabinets were named the children that had gone missing. So every single cabinet that was up there was named something of a child that had gone missing that you could correlate to. And these weren't names like Stacy and Stephanie and, and all this sort of stuff. These were specific names of ethnic people, you know, of, of cultural people. These were specific names like uh, Shamika, uh, uh, Ayana, and all these other things. Like these names were, uh, were the names of the cabinets. And then there was the pillows. And then there was the throw rugs. And there was the chandeliers. And there was the tables. Now to the point where if you just simply punch in Wayfair, the white hats have taken it and, and you, and you see these things immediately on Google. You see the, you see what they've been trying to hide immediately. You had me do it a week ago and there was a $1,500 lounge chair and a $27,000 lounge chair. They were almost yeah. identical. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's Not going to lie. That was kind of weird. <laughs> So, so these fact checkers come along and they denounce it. They say, nope, it's not that at all. It's, it's, uh, it's this instead. This is what it is. Uh, don't even bother looking into it. So when we talk about, imagine, imagine your child's gone missing and you see her name on Wayfair next to a $50,000 cabinet. Are you not tempted to buy that cabinet? You're like, send, send me my child. You know, this is, this is it's, it's absurd that we live in a society where Snopes can debunk this. And then our collective consciousness is like, well, Snopes debunked it. Snopes is one man who divorced his wife because he had a huge cocaine and a hooker addiction. He then married one of the hookers and well, Hey man, I'm not, I'm not here to judge anybody with a cocaine or a hooker addiction, <laughs> but he then married the, the, the hooker and they hired four other hookers to be the debunkers. And now there's six or seven of them. That's the entire staff of Snopes is this guy that loves hookers, that works with four other hookers, that's debunking everything. That's Snopes. Snopes is sponsored by and supported by, purchased and owned by George Soros. So when we talk about conspiracy theories, what I just Ooh. unloaded on you was a huge conspiracy, except if you look at it and you trace it back, there's your answer. And the problem with what I've just said is I've shown you the truth, so I need to be silenced, which is what Twitter's doing right now. Twitter is saying that anybody that, that that is a QAnon, and I'm not. I've I've never been, you know, a, a Q a Q head or a Q tart or whatever they call these these guys that support QAnon. And QAnon, if you guys, if your audience hasn't looked up QAnon, feel free to just punch it into Google. It's it's an it's an an individual or a team that's sharing information that's all inside track stuff. Mm, okay. And all, and all of it's been shown to to be true. Like these these all of these Q drops, as they call them, have come back as factual, um, or or relevant in time. And it's been, it's been a fascinating thing. So Twitter's like, well, we're going to ban everything that has anything to do with Q. Anything. These are the, the same people that are fact-checking the Wayfair, for example. The Wayfair was fact-checked and debunked within three minutes. No FBI investigation, no nothing. It's just instantly we found out about it. Instantly it became shared and true to light. Instantly it became you know, backtrackable by years. You could see how long these things have been posted and hosted. Mm -hmm. You can see the comments of people that have said things from 2016, you know, you know, the reviews of these items. Uh, it's a, it's a continual thing. These people like the, one of the quotes is symbolism will be their downfall. It goes on and on and on. And, and we're supposed to just be like, well, you're crazy because this was never on the news and the, the Snopes took care of it. 
So the, the cokehead and the hookers took care so of it. So the us. news broadcast, the news uh, agencies that are owned by those that want the story told their way, and yes. the coke addict with his hooker wife is what we're listening to? The cokehead and the hookers. Yeah, that's, that's, who's, that's, who's, that's who's debunking us. Fantastic. There's natural stuff too. Like it's mocking stuff. Like you can look on the CBC in Canada and there's, a, there's, a, there's an article that says maybe the best way to have sex during COVID is through a glory hole legitimately that was stated on the news best way to have sex possibly is through a glory hole and ladies and gentlemen if you don't know what a glory hole is you're one of the lucky ones so (laughs) this is this is this is a strange time to be anything other than somebody who can think for themselves which is exactly what's happening so all of this negativity and all this weird shit eventually it's going to be like this isn't right this isn't this isn't proper and this is the awakening. This is a grand awakening. This is the biggest awakening that our realm has ever seen. Is People it are, truly? I mean, I think it is as well. But is that just a story that we're being told, you think? Impossible. I, I see it everywhere. How long have you been doing this show? Four years. How many times have you talked about this topic? This might be the second time. This is mm. probably the first time ever of like this particular topic. Yeah. Sure. So this is the first time you've ever talked about child trafficking on Wayfair. Oh, good heavens, yes. <laughs> so would you, four years ago, have ever assumed that you'd have a guest on your show that was talking about conspiracy theories, tri- child trafficking, and complete and total censorship? No. No, probably not. So that then in and of itself- I was about daily a, meditation back then. There you go. <laughs> that in and of itself is a daily, is, is a massive awakening, a daily, a daily growth, right? Right. And what's going to happen here is, is because, because you have respect for me, you know that I'm not, I'm not just straight up cuckoo. Uh, although th- those are fun podcasts too. When you get the guys that are just nutsos on there, um, you have the ability to, to, to voice your opinion. And mm-hmm. I know that you've been waking up and you've been seeing things and you've been asking questions. And now what's going to happen is you're going to have one or two people that are listening to this podcast. that are that are going to be like, I felt that I get that. I feel that I'm going to start asking questions. So those people are going to wake up a little bit more Then their friends are going to see that they're doing something and they're going to wake up a little bit more. So yes, this is by all definition, the greatest global awakening to the fact that we no longer have to blindly believe what we've been told. And if you want to start looking at, at things, if you want to, if you have no idea where to start, just go on Facebook and look at anything that's been quote unquote fact checked. That's the shit they don't want you to know. They're putting it out there just plain as day. We fact check this. You know what they won't fact check if I tell them that purple elephants exist. You know, are you uh, sure? I'm pretty sure if you put it on Facebook, someone might fact check it. <laughs> somebody might fact check me. Hell, I call out the fact checkers. I'm like, I'm going to need a fact check on this, and I'll put I'll put that stuff up there. You know, uh, it's a matter of time before I get shut down. And Twitter, I've never I've never messed with Twitter, but Twitter is Twitter is uh, they're taking out thousands, hundreds of thousands, a bunch of my friends. They're losing their. I resent the lack of freedom of speech. I mean, we're in Canada, but in the states, I mean, it's it's number one on their on their list of you know freedoms. um, Yeah. And we're taking that away. Yeah. It makes me very sad, actually. I'm a history buff. You know, high school, uh, college, and everything, literature, history. When I travel, I actually enjoy going to all the old churches and, and the museums. And it makes me sad to think that we have all this technology and we might as well be in the dark ages where the church is telling us what's real, what's not, what's evil, what's not. And it's like, really? It is 2020. You know, when I was a kid, by 2020, we should have been living on the moon and running around in spaceships type idea because I believed it. <laughs> this is where we're going, where no man has gone before. And instead, we are as 
blind to the truth in a, ma in a manner that stuns me considering, like I say, the amount of information that's out there and the technology that we have today. I don't want to say the moon landing was fake because I don't know the general age of your audience, but I will say this. There's <laughs> a lot of people that believe it was. <laughs> go and Google the lunar lander and you're going to see paper and cardboard and curtain rods and duct tape. It is there. That is the lunar lander as delivered. Paper. Fair enough. Paper went to space, ladies and gentlemen. And when I go to Penticton for four hours to my parents' vacation home, I go over the Coquihalla and I have no cell service for an hour. But apparently the president could talk on a live line to the guy in the moon. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I love that. I've it's always funny. believed it, but you got to go, really? <laughs> well, who, who connected the call? <laughs> He's got that old phone. We all had that phone, that one that hung on the, on the, on the kitchen wall, the big yellow one. That was mm -hmm. the one sitting on his desk. He just had the, the push buttons on front of it. And there's that picture of him. Yellow. Is this the moon? It's nice <laughs> to hear you guys. All right, boys. Thank you very much. <laughs> Exactly. One's uh, got us a question. So I, I was, I was, uh, I'm reading a book um, by Jim Quick right now. He talks about digital dementia, but he also talks about how, and I, I'm a big believer in this, that our technology has, has grown faster than our social uh, ability to handle it. And really our belief system of, like you say, staying open, questioning. We've almost given up our ability and our rights to question and think for ourselves to our technology yes no to put that one much more simply for everybody do you remember back in the day when you were you know knee high to a grasshopper and you wanted to call your friend you had like 10 phone numbers you knew who Susie was you knew who your mm -hmm. mom was you knew who the emergency and i knew them was. all by, by heart <laughs> all off by heart now think right now listener think to your mom's phone number think to your daughter's phone number I don't know. I don't even know. It, like there was a time where it's like, oh, that's number seven on the speed dial. Well, now it's all just, it's all just there. Yeah. You know, so a hundred percent, we have lost the ability to think for ourselves. And if this goes AWOL, if we get, if we get hit with like an EMP, mm -hmm. electromagnetic pulse, and we lose everything and there's no, there's no screens to do anything. How much connectivity do you really think you have? You know what you have? You step out front of your, your, your front door, you've got your neighbors. Mm-hmm. You've got your neighbors, and if you if it's an EMP that hits, like just arbitrarily, I'm not trying to put the fear of God in anybody. But if an EMP hits and it's been threatened, we're all in trouble. Oh, I'm just kidding. If uh, if an EMP hits your car, doesn't shouldn't work. be scaring anybody. There's movies made about this all the time. Oh, of course. <laughs> Day the world stood still with Keanu Reeves, where the aliens came and said, "We're gonna take, we're gonna the planet's done, but we'll let you live if we take away your technology." Okay. <laughs> The day the earth stood no, I don't know. Day the earth still. Ah, Keanu Reeves line. is in that? Mm -hmm. He plays the alien. <laughs> I've heard about him. He's in uh, The Matrix. Apparently, <laughs> yes. Speaking of, <laughs> maybe there's a theme here. We'll but, save uh, Keanu and the red pill for another day. <laughs> we can red pill anybody. Yeah, but I mean, we can just talk facts. Uh, this, this whole conversation, I just want to be talking about facts. Like everything I've mentioned on the show can easily be looked up instantly and be like, well, there's that. You know, that now has to go into my truth log inside my head. Uh, because I don't want to be talking about things that people could be like, well, what about this? What about that? Because there's this whole wishy-washy connotation that goes with having a free mind. And then you have to ask yourself, who put that there? You know, why am I wishy-washy about anyone that believes something that I don't believe? Because mm -hmm. division. They, they, they instilled division in us for this particular reason. If you're fighting with me over an opinion 
then none of us are looking at the man behind the curtain. Exactly. The wizard is just doing his thing and Oz is carrying on. There's been, there's been hints about this for, for years though. I mean, like look at space balls in the eighties where they, the guy opens a can Mel, Mel, what's his name? Opens a can of air, just breathes it in. <laughs> he's got Perrier air inside his drawer. And he's all, you know, this whole thing has been like, you know, the COVID is, here's the thing about society. Society as a whole, by nature, it's, it's almost predestined, pre-programmed into us. The number two, the two, the two top fears in, in the world are, um, well, the top three fears are this. Death, mm-hmm. poverty, mm-hmm. And, and incarceration. Hmm. So what people don't realize is that COVID gets on the news and gets inside your system. Not your system, literally. There's the virus that is the media. Mm-hmm tells you that you could die and then shuts down the economy and tells you that you could go broke. And a lot of people are going broke. Absolutely. And tells you that if you don't wear a face mask, you're going to jail. So it's the trifecta. They've hit the humanity with this, with this, this trifecta of fear. Right. And the weird thing is they're letting all the prisoners out of jail. So what's the point? If, If I look at you and you say, you know, we gotta, we gotta let you out of jail because of COVID but we got to put you in jail because you're not wearing a mask because of COVID. Right. Like what, like honestly, oh, this, this doesn't make any sense. So it's all world- over the news over here in the West coast. Maybe you saw it plane landed confirmed cases got off that plane and walked right out into the public. And yet, as you know, I have a 28 year uh, background in, in accounting. So a lot of business owners or friends and such like that, the businesses are closed down yet. The restaurants and bars are full again. I know they say they're social distancing, but, I went off to see an esthetician yesterday and she says, I was in Brown's last week and they've got plexiglass everywhere, but you have to go right up against someone to get past the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't really understand. Why can't people just question that? Look at that and say, this, there's no consistency here. And you got to understand, I come from my position and I'm the mother. I birthed the kid that is on the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, my granddaughter goes to visit, he strips her down, bathes her, changes her clothes, cleans, and then they're allowed to, to be in the house. He won't go visit his grandparents because he's on a bus every day and doesn't want to, you know, it's like, wow. Okay, there was germs before and there was viruses before. I don't know. I, I just, maybe it's my age. It's, it, first of all, it's not my first virus <laughs> and won't be my last in the history of mankind. Um, the closest course, I, virus that you can compare this to? And the closest delivery and almost like the precursor to this was AIDS. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Abs- yeah. yeah. Was AIDS. People and will not accept that for the most part. They just no. want to, sh- no, that's not true. Yes, it is actually. <laughs> AIDS was manufactured and delivered to a certain collective of people that needed to die based on, uh, based on a political affiliation, based on an ideology, based on something. Now, if any of you just got mad at me, <laughs> that's because your <laughs> cognitive dissonance won't allow it to be true. But it is true. And do you think it's not peculiar that one disease killed the gays, the blacks, and the druggies? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it killed. Then you could say, well, blah, blah, blah. You can say whatever you want. But you're not actually saying anything. You're just recanting what you've been told. Right. Repeating the rhetoric. Exactly. Now, also, here's a fun one for you. AIDS didn't kill anyone. It was the drugs that they gave you to stave off AIDS that killed people. There are people today living fine with AIDS. And it was the drugs, the help, the assistance that 
I, and I'm drawing a complete blank on this. If this were my podcast, I'd pause it right now, make sure I looked that thing up and bring it back in like I'd not done anything. <laughs> but this ain't my we show. We can do that. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It, it, Are you it, thinking it, of a movie or? No, no, no. It's, or, a, it's, a, it's a quote. A quote? It's okay. not a quote. It's, a, it's a, the actual drug. But, you know, it's, not, it's, it's neither here nor there. You can look that up. Anyone that, that, that want, don't take my word for anything. Don't listen to me verbatim. Anything that I've said that's caught your attention, look it up. Just look it up. That's it. I ask you to do a little bit of research if you're interested. Or you can denounce me and be like, I'm turning this podcast off and I'm giving her a one-star review. <laughs> um, I appreciate one-star reviews because it's, uh, it's a lot of fun for me to see that stuff. They say it hurts, your, uh, it hurts your rating on your podcast. I disagree because the only people that give one-star reviews are people that hate themselves anyway. So <laughs> there it is. Tell people about cognitive dissidents. I find that fascinating. And I think for like my listeners, they would get a bit of a kick of that out of that explanation and it would give them something to think about. Cognitive dissonance is the thing that's inside your head that disallows you to believe anything that's new, any new information, mm-hmm. absolutely any new information. Like here's one for you, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about the moon landing being fake. Well, the moon emits its own light. It is not reflective of the sun. It makes no sense that it was ever reflective of the sun. The moon can be scientifically measured. If you, for example, were standing in the sun, you know that if you then stood under a tree, it would be cooler in the shade. Mm -hmm. What you don't know is if you were standing in moonlight and there's been so many times that the moon has been so bright that it casts a shadow. And if you measured the difference between moonlight and the shade that, that is the moonlight, it's cooler in the moonlight than it is in the shade. Hmm. So it's reverse that of the sun. Sun, okay. Secondarily, to anyone listening to this podcast, if you're in North America, you are aware that there are many days where you can look up and see the moon hmm. in the middle of the day. You can see the moon. Yep. You're also aware that in Australia, it is nighttime when it is daytime over here. We can all agree on that. I think yes. for the most part, there's somebody <laughs> out there going, well, I don't I'll know. I'll just answer I'm for all the clock. listeners yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, like, no, no, I, no, you have to give the listeners a chance to think and answer as well, for sure, inside their own heads. Because right now they're listening in their car and they're concentrating on everything and they're paying attention to it all. And they're like, yeah, that's right. I can see the moon during the day. Well, here's one for you, ladies and gentlemen. The next time you see the moon in the sky during the day, call somebody in Australia. And be like, hey, can you see the moon right now? And they'll tell you they can. So how is that possible on a globe? How is that possible if the moon is what they say they is? Now, people just said, is he a flat earther? Did he just take that? Is, that, is this a flat earth conversation? <laughs> this isn't an anything conversation. This is a cognitive dissonance conversation. I've introduced new information into your life that you will not be able to accept right away. Right. You don't need to accept it. If you do these things, you'll find out that I'm not wrong. And then your brain will be like, well, what about this? And then a lot of you, or not a lot of you, because every single one of you is super intelligent. You are the greatest audience in the entire world. But there are people next to you that don't have the ability to comprehend that. They will block that out. They will 100% block that out. Don't confuse the truth with the facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's it's just such a phenomenal place to be when you can, when you can get past that that fear, that cognitive dissonance, that cognitive dissonance, ladies and gentlemen, if you can take one thing from this entire episode, it's cognitive dissonance. What is it? How does it pertain to me? Why am I a victim of this? 
and how do I change my own perceptions to enlighten myself into something better, greater, more, mm-hmm. something bigger. It makes me question everything now. Uh, more consciously, you and I've talked about this before, yeah. but how unconsciously some things were waking up and making themselves known to me, but now it's conscious. And I'm thinking every time I hear something or whatever, it's like, Hmm, what if, no, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big, what if, oh, yeah. <laughs> huge, what if, what if I'm a science fiction fanatic? I love fantasy. And yes, I see the fairies. So, <laughs> so I'm always going to be open despite my religious background and despite, you know, the, the black and white of the world and there it's this way and it's that way. I just think, Really? When I put a post on Instagram the other day, it just stuns me when people use comments like limiting beliefs, like, well, things will never change, or that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. When that leaves someone's mouth, I just want to give them a little smack upside the head and say, really? That's the way it always was? Because especially when it's a woman, really, because a hundred years ago, you couldn't vote and you were chattel. You were owned in most countries. And there's those countries today that you're owned. We still had slavery a thousand years ago. We're all still slaves. That is very true, but <laughs> that is another whole podcast <laughs> and you know it. Oh yeah. I just, I, it just stuns me when you can look back in history, you study it in school, you see what's going on around you and then that comes out of your mouth. That's just the way it is. Well, the problem with <laughs> what you just said too, there's, there's so much wrong with what you just said. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> bring it on <laughs> it, it it no 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 um here's the weird thing like everything that we've been taught is a lot is a lie and it's just like that's another cognitive dissonance well how am i supposed to accept that guys go take a quick look at uh, the world's fair chicago world's fair look at these buildings look at what was there look at what existed and the story that goes along with it was these buildings were put up uh, and they were designed to be destroyed and then after the world's fair we tore them all down uh absolutely not these things were solid mass just beautiful look at just look at chicago world's fair and then realize that and then look what chicago is now like we have wiped out and erased history and if you don't believe that that's possible look what they're doing immediately they're wiping out and erasing history. They're taking down the statues. They're removing things. They're saying racially this, racially that. They're erasing history. Mm. It affects us. We're aware of it. We see it now. Our kids won't know. Their kids won't know. Their kids won't know. And then all of a sudden, it's an entirely different world with an entirely different history. Because they can. Because everything that we think we know is bullshit. But it is the basis of how we act currently. If you knew your true power of who you were, if you understood the, just the, I can't even put it into audible terms as, as well as I'd love to, the absolute magnitude of how powerful and amazing and phenomenal and just enriched with energy and essence that you are as mm-hmm. a human being, you would never stand for any of this shit. You would never stand for any of it. You wouldn't just subliminally put in your taxation. You wouldn't drink the fluoride in the water. You wouldn't just be a dumb shill doing everything that you're supposed to do and fighting your neighbor instead of connecting with somebody and raising up against the people and trying to figure out the answers. Now, I'm not attacking anyone in particular. I'm just saying the absolute abundance of joy and elation and, 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 and just raw power that you are. You are so special. You are so important. You are so fantastic. 
as an individual. And I put passion in my voice when I talk about this because it's 100% true. You are the greatest thing that ever existed. The listener, you listening to me right now, you hearing my voice are majestic. And you're taught not to believe that. You're taught to, you're taught to believe that you're a speck of dust in infinite nothingness. Right. And that's what crushes us all, all the way down and all the way through. And all of it is pre-programmed. We've, we've, been, we've been tricked into believing that we're nothingness. It's true. And then, no offense, but then we get to places in our lives like now and people hire coaches like us yeah. to help them get past those limiting beliefs. Yeah. But if we could just teach our children out of the gate that they, are, they have all the power in the world. Yeah. Because they are the power. All, we're, all we are is energy in this little body that's stuck here on earth made of, you know, water and clay. That's not who we are. We're this other thing that is amazing. And you brought this to my attention. Um, I do have one comment, though. I just wanted to say my husband, he's so funny. He just keeps talking. You know, when we talk about COVID, he says, this was like an experiment, he said. And he says, I think the government is so stunned that we were so well behaved that they could get us in line so quickly that now they're really going to go to town. <laughs> so he says, we've got to show them that we, we, we're not going to take too much more of this mm-hmm. because we proved their point for them. But something that occurred in my life just recently, and actually you and I had, had been discussing it, was having addictions or having issues in our lives that we keep carrying forward with us, whether it be abuse or whatever. Uh, and then we will accept that behavior around us. We will accept that story around us. We'll accept that pain around us. We're comfortable there. It's easy for us. And clearly, I did not turn that phone off properly. Before I, <laughs> I love when that happens. Oh, Surprise! I do not. Rookie. <laughs> Rookie mistake. I had a guy take a call right in the middle of the podcast. I'm like, that's kind of funny. Right, what are you going to do? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was like, it was his show. So he's like, sorry, I got to take this. Right. And, but he didn't edit it out. So he just left it in there. I'm like, well, that's that. I guess, that, I guess that's <laughs> making it in the podcast. I'll see if I can edit it out. Otherwise it's staying right where it is. Cause that just shows you guys. No, no. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. Let it ring. That's fine. I'm, I'm saying like, if you like took the call, you're like, Hey, yeah, no. Oh yeah. I'll take a, I'll take a thousand on number four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. That was how it went. I'm like, all right, well that's, that's now in the show. So there it is. Oh, that, okay. Well, that's a pretty good example of exactly what is going around in the world today. We accept, I was going to say, that was just rude. I'm sorry, that's just yeah. rude. Um, but we're accepting that more and more. We're accepting bad behavior. One of the things that I love about COVID is that we're actually paying a little more attention to hygiene and not the excessive stuff, just awareness and personal space. We seem to have lost that, just that basic respect of, you know, could you just not crowd in on me with all of your stuff? Because this, you know, I'm over here with my stuff. Don't, I don't know. I, I, as an introvert, actually, I should say as an omnivert, because when I was a drinker, uh, I was absolutely outgoing. Uh, but I also understood that it took me forever to get geared up to go out and to be in public and to be in the mm, mind's eye. Okay. Um, as an introvert, uh, I am, I'm absolutely in, uh, I'm enamored. I could, I could stay inside my house forever. I have everything I've ever wanted. Amazon <laughs> brings me whatever I don't have. Uh, and I've got that hello fresh uh, three meals, a, right? Three meals a, a week <laughs> thing gets sent to my house. So like 70 bucks a week. And that's all the food I need. It's and good food. Know, <laughs> yeah, you it is good food. Yourself. I get a meal and I get leftovers and I get three, three full meals and I get leftovers. Yeah. 70 bucks a week is enough for me to eat. And, and maybe that's excessive. I don't know, but I don't have to go out. And it's not that I don't want to go out. I mean, I don't want to go out, but it's not that I don't want to go out and I'm not hiding from COVID. I am, 
I'm sheltering myself from the exposure because I was, I, I lived through and I trained myself out of depression and all of that sort of stuff, depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, addiction, cigarettes, all this shit. I got rid of all that. And that's because I stopped, I stopped tuning into the world. I stopped paying attention to what was going on out there. And when you, when you, when you do that, when you're like, you know what? I no longer believe in your stories. I no longer believe in this bullshit. I'm not into it. Then you can start saying, okay, great. Because every single day is an opportunity to start over. Every single morning that you wake up is an opportunity to start over. How many smokers out there have said, I wish I never started smoking? And then they have another cigarette, (laughs) right? Every single cigarette you light up is an opportunity to quit smoking. And then people will say, well, I can't quit smoking. I've been smoking for 25 years. That's some fucking bullshit story you're telling yourself. Oops, Mm -hmm. dropped the F-bomb. My bad. That's some terrible (laughs) story. I'll put it on this podcast that there's explicit language. (laughs) Click click that. Click Click that little button. Exactly. And then, you know, and then what are you going to do? You know, so, so the thing is, here's this, here's this one thing that we talked about earlier, but I wanted to, to address again. There's a saying that we all heard and we've all heard it. We've all just accepted it. We've never, we never, ever, ever questioned it. Um, a leopard never changes its spots. Right. And to the Canadians out there, I'll, I'll say it this way. A shit leopard never changes its shit spots. <laughs> Hashtag Leahy. So this is, this is the truth, right? This is the truth. As soon as it isn't the truth, though, life opens up. When you realize that you were actually born to change your spots, that's the main reason you exist, the world opens up. The world oh, is massive at that point. I love because that. Because you are, the only reason you're here is to change your spots. And you can say, oh, my boyfriend's a piece of shit. He's always made a piece of shit. He's always, no, 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 no. Well, you're probably right, right? He's not for you. He's for somebody else in that sense why he exists and why he's a piece of shit is so that you can see he's a piece of shit and you can grow and you can change and you can adapt and you don't succumb to his bullshit anymore you need to grow through him so that you've changed your spots yet here we are pointing the finger at people and saying they'll never change fuck them it's up to you it's up to you to see the things you don't like in others and mm-hmm. change it in and within yourself oh, love so it. that you can change your spots. And that's, the, that's one of the biggest things out there is, is the fact that we believe a leopard can never change its spots. And in doing so, we've condemned everybody around us and ourselves to mediocrity. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So generational, do you think, or is it just... Uh, my mother said something the other day when I was down there, you know, it's wrong with politics. There's just too many women in it. And I just looked at her and thought <laughs> that did not just come out of your mouth, mother. You know what though? You, <laughs> you know have two daughters she's... that we, weren't you hoping for more for us. And, and but it's just, it's ingrained. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's, <laughs> she's actually a hundred percent accurate. The thing is, it's not what you think it is. There's only one too many women in politics. Get rid of Hillary. And there's an equal balance, <laughs> yeah. men to women in politics. And that's fine. So it's not a men and women thing. It's, it's a Hillary Clinton thing. Oh, I see. Okay. That's what your mom was referring to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe that. When okay, she said we'll there's too many that. women in politics, she meant that. If, but with Hillary Clinton, <laughs> one too many women in politics. One too many women in politics. That's what she oh, meant to no. say. <laughs> For me, it just shone the light on the fact that we carry around these preconceived notions from our childhood and we just don't let them go. You know, she's a housewife of the 50s, 60s and didn't work and wasn't outside the home, didn't go get an education. Um, She's actually smarter than my dad, but her life was what it was because of that generation, Beaver Cleaver. Yeah. Mine, 
it's never looked like that. <laughs> not, not for one iota has it really looked like that. Um, my sister followed in her footsteps, though. Very, very similar uh, to my mom's lifestyle. I look at that and I just, I, there's nothing for me to relate there. I, I can understand it. I can see it. I, it's with history, but I can't relate to it personally at all. Well, you're not supposed that's to. What people need. They just feel, they feel like they need to relate. Maybe that's why things keep propagating with the, the fake story, not the fake stories, but the, the untruths that we keep getting told and the, and the lies and the don't think for yourself attitudes, because we just, we just want to be like everybody else. Well, everything that you look at exists. I can be called a conspiracy theorist or left of center. <laughs> if, uh, if I have taken a new knowledge, if somebody's going to tell you that water is dry, you don't have to worry about it. You can, you can, you can, you know, water's dry. So it's fine. Your whole life, you're going to believe water's dry until you fall into it. And then you're like, well, water is wet, man. And that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just now something, you know, right. And everything that we did know before, your mom wasn't right. Back in your mom's day, there were no women in politics. Right? We're so she's church. not, she's not, we're in she's management. Not That's right. <laughs> women stayed home. And here's another fun, here's another fun factor about women. Let me, let me, let me tell your female audience. Oh, no, you're going to do the tax something. thing, aren't you? And the vote thing. <laughs> you're damn straight, I am. It was an entity that took place before the 1800s, before the 1900s. We lived in an abundance. What people don't realize is that women are the power. Women are the power. You are, you females, you females, <laughs> your, 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 your life creators, your barons, your, your goddesses. Every last one of you is just a, a, a pure machine of greatness. Us men, we're the Neanderthals that collect the meat and, the, and, we, and we put things together because we, we pick stuff up. We men are your servants. Men are here to serve women. But there was a group of men that couldn't have that. And, you know, when, 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 when the tides change and when the shift goes and then when there's this and when there's that, when, we, when, when somebody got, you know, upset about it and overpowered it, it's fascinating. It's fascinating to see truly the shift that took place. And this goes right back to the church. Everybody's pissed off because Eve ate the apple or made you eat the apple, right? Mm -hmm. And it, that's the first thing. If you look at the women that get blamed throughout the course of history, it all started with Eve, right? But if we also look Original at the Bible, sin. yeah, if we all look at the Bible as, as the beginning, what if it's not? You know, I know a ton of people. I know a ton of conspiracy theorists that, that take the Bible verbatim. Mm -hmm. But what if the Bible is the first piece of information that was the first piece of propaganda? And what if we sort of go that way? Now, we look at this in this sense where women have now been crushed. Picture of women, you've all been crushed. You've all, you are now all submissive to the man. Mm -hmm. The men, we're idiots. We're stupid. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. So one of us invented fire. I think that was, and, that, and that's it. You know, we took over from there. I'm not sure. But this is, this is the truth. Like, and I'm, I'm, actually, that was a joke because throughout the, throughout the lineage, throughout history, uh, and, and black women, uh, black women more than anything else, you are, black people are uh, the, the rightful heirs to the entire realm that we're in. Um, everybody else is, is uh, I don't know, an offshoot of it. And this isn't a racial thing. This is just historically. There are pictures of uh, Queen Elizabeth bowing 
to um, I, I can't remember who it was, um, the the which which deities or which gods, but these were this was a black king and queen, black royalty. You guys can look up black royalty. The the men who dress in purple, the, the black warriors, the true peaceful nurturers of society. And and we've gone in this North America and this was Western world and where we are, we've gone and ruined the whole thing. We've gone and we've gone and, and bastardized the whole thing and we've we've enslaved everyone. We've screwed up the women, we've screwed up the men, we've screwed up the whites, we've screwed up the blacks. Not we, it's just they, whoever they are. They screwed everything up and then and then they fed us all lies all the way through. So I mean I'm dumping back into all of this stuff and what it really all boils down to is 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 your own how you view yourself. Mm-hmm. And they want you to view yourself as a pile of shit. Now back to the, the, the right to vote women, you know, the women in the right to vote, like, you know, you can say, well, how come we didn't have the right to vote? Well, you needed to be right, rightfully submissive for a long period of time. A couple of generations did that. It took a couple of generations, literally two or three generations to be like, we've beaten everybody into submission, whoever we are, whoever changed the narrative. Um, but to understand that, that, that women are, you know, their rightful place is above everyone because you are the creators of life. We are the donators of seed, Christ's <laughs> sakes. Barely valuable at any point. But yes, without, without us, life doesn't exist. But without you, life can't be created. So this whole thing about this, this, this weakness, this empowerment, you know, it goes, it, it, goes, it goes in cycles. So what's happening now is we're seeing a break. And I'm not saying all women need to rise up. You know, we're above that. Everybody needs to work together to overthrow the Didn't that happen in the 80s? <laughs> well, the bra burning and all that sort of us, stuff. Yeah, yeah, everyone told us that was the 60s. But in the 80s, everyone told us we could be everything. We could be executives. We could be full-time moms. We could look after our homes. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? And do you know why they did that? To sell hairspray. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but you girls did have a lot of hairspray back in the we 80s. Did. <laughs> Can't argue with that one. That and a lot, of, right. a lot of shoulder pads. That's good times. Um, but, but it just okay, brought so- in a secondary tax base to the country. All the women are now at work. Well, that was it. That was the war. We got to stay home and raise our kids before. Now we had to go to work. So how do I, how do I tell you that you, uh, how do I tell you that, you know, you're okay. So picture yourself, you're comfortable in your lifestyle. You've got a nice glass of wine. You're watching your stories. You know, you got the, you got the laundry on, you know, you're not doing much. You're okay. You're comfortable. You're relaxed. You're stress-free uh, for the most part. How do I tell you that you need to put this shit down, put on some fucking pants and go to work. You have to get out there. You have to, you have to go out and work. That's what you have to do right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop relaxing. Stop having a good time. Get the F out there and go to work. You're going to tell me to beat it. You're like, no, I'm good here. I got my <laughs> martini. You know, I'm, I'm just four in the afternoon. The kids are eating cheese. It's all good. <laughs> right? That's, I'm telling you, you have to go to work. I'm saying, get up. I kick your feet off the table. I make you unrelaxed and I send you to work. That's not going to fly. Right? So what is going to fly? How dare they oppress us? We have the right women. You should want to work. You should want to be free. You should want this, that, and the other thing. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, we should. Right? So now the powers that be have successfully beaten down the women. And then they've tricked them into thinking that they should go out there and work. And then the, the agencies that now have two entities in one house that they can tax. Mm-hmm. Also, they've shattered the family unit. Your husband goes off to work. Your mother goes off to work. The wife goes off to work. The kids go off to an indoctrination camp stated as <laughs> high school or school. And they learn what the government wants them to learn. That's they right. learn 
the story. They don't learn history. They, they <laughs> learn to regurgitate. They learn to take in information, whatever information. They, they learn to absorb the story that I've created, that I want to give you. <laughs> and then they get tested on it. And then they get repeatedly bombarded with it. And then they get fear. You know, if you don't understand, if you don't, if you don't listen to this story and if you don't get it right, you're a failure. Mm-hmm. If you don't do what we tell you and remember this, you're a failure. If you ask any questions, you're crazy. If you go against anything that we've ever told you, you're a conspiracy theorist. You must do exactly as we say. You must learn exactly what we tell you or you fail and you're a failure. Meanwhile, the father doesn't give a shit. The mother doesn't give a shit. The family unit's destroyed. Nobody's handing down proper information and everybody's learning the same bullshit. Mm-hmm. So am I a conspiracy theorist? I have questions. You know, at the end of the day, I have questions. So that's what I see. All righty. I think that gives everyone a lot to think about today. We are talking about, we're talking about the history in the Bible. Um, and I just want to make a comment. I was very lucky. At least I think I was lucky in the fact that it opened my mind a little bit. So right from, despite the upbringing, Genesis 1.1, you know, it never, you talk about creation and then the dinosaurs. And there was darkness on the face of the earth. Even as a kid, I went, yeah, but the earth was still here. <laughs> Millions of years could have gone by here, people, before Genesis 1-1 started. Where my dad gave me hope uh, in, in future life was he told me, the Bible is not a history book. It is God's plan for salvation. Take that as you like. It's, it's irrelevant what's true and what's not. But the thing was, right out of the gate, we were raised that it wasn't a history book. There was lots of good stories in it and parables, and a lot of it was factual and things that have been proven in history. That's fine. But it was never meant to be a history book. So I never batted my head against the wall trying to make sense of it. In fact, by the time I hit 17 now, all I had was questions. Lots and lots of questions, which has carried me through life. I don't think the average person is lucky enough to at least even have had that opening in their upbringing. We get indoctrinated from school. We get indoctrinated from our homes. We get indoctrinated from the government. We're told what to think, how to think, and when to think. And some of us go through our whole life that way. And as we've discussed today, clearly the world is waking up. Yeah. And we're, not, we're just not taking that anymore. We are questioning. We're saying, you know, why? I love, I love a kid, you know, a two, three-year-old. From the time they can talk, why? 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 Until you shut it down in them and they quit asking by about five because you just said, because I said so. Mm-hmm. I hate that expression. I hate that expression with children. That scene is to be seen and not heard. I want them to question why. I want my granddaughter. I tell her, I drip on her. She says, Grandma, I'm not sure I'm going to remember that. I says, it's okay, honey, because by the 15th time I tell you when you're 14, you might remember it. Please go to school. Learn, do what they ask you to do to get the grades. But I need you to question it. Then I need mm-hmm. you to think for yourself. Then I need you to make your own decision. She's nine Grand and awareness. a half look, looking at me going, What? <laughs> <laughs> then I need you to get a job and pay your damn bills. Exactly. But I'm only nine. Shut up and do it. Exactly. Oh my goodness. I think we're going to end that here today. We give it our, given, have given my listeners oh so much stuff to chew on, play with, and dream about. So thank you so much for being on the show today. I greatly appreciate it. There are two Instagram accounts that I would like you to mention to the audience because one is the Mental Mastery Alliance. And lots of just great inspiration quotes and things like that. But then your other one is what TMA TMMA conspiracy, right? Well, yeah. If you guys, you know, you don't need to follow my conspiracy account. I am 
I am multifaceted. I am very spiritual. I'm very, as much as I want to say myself to be awake, I'm, I'm waking up. I'm getting to where I need to be. I've asked a lot of questions. Uh, my main goal, my main purpose in existence is just simply to make you believe in yourself. That's all I want you to do. That's all I've ever wanted anybody to do is just, just, just shut up and believe in yourself. (laughs) So things that I put out there, I put out, yeah, TMMA conspiracy, uh, all one word is the secondary account. It's a smaller account. It's things that I just, here, look at this here. Look at this. Think about this. You know, people want to, people want to shit on me whenever they want. That's fine. I don't care. It's, it says more about them. Uh, my main focus is, um, my main focus is obviously, uh, on Instagram. It's, uh, Instagram.com forward slash the mental mastery Alliance. That's an easy place to reach out. I do reply or somebody from the team uh, does reply to every single DM sent. Um, you can also find us at the mental mastery Alliance.com. And then we link out from there. All of our stuff is kind of all over the place from there, but it's all tied into the mental mastery Alliance.com. We're there. We're willing to help. We want to help. Um, there's no demands. There's no nothing. Just come take a look, see what you like. However it is you know, however it is. And if you're looking for a coach, if you're looking for somebody that's going to actually change your life, that's going to really have you dive into yourself, uh, 100% look absolutely no further than Shelly Arshir. This woman is an absolute rock star, a legend. Uh, where can the people find you, Shelly? <laughs> Funny you should ask that. They, they all know to find me at livingwellwithshell.com. I love it. I love it. Livingwellwithshell.com. I'm, I'm honored to have been here. I'm thankful that you've asked me to be on your show. This is, I think, you know, your 300th episode. Uh, and, and finally she asks me to come on the show. So I've been waiting for about three years, but that's all right. Uh, here we are. The time is now. The time is right. The time is fantastic. You made a uh, comment earlier. It's not about you. It was about me. There you go. <laughs> Remember? I had to be comfortable with putting anything out there and letting people make up their minds for themselves because four years ago, still was really caught up in a lot of image. And mm-hmm. you made that comment a few minutes ago. Remember when people are shitting on you, it's more about them. It's not about you. It's oh, almost yeah. never about you. Yeah, nobody knows me. I mean, if you've got a problem with me, if you know me, give me a call. If you don't have my number, you don't know me. You don't know me, exactly. Yeah. So, no, it's good. I had a lot of fun today, and uh, hopefully I get invited back. So Absolutely. Uh, we had at least four different areas we could have gone off into another whole tangent. We are going to pick up those tangents at, an, at another time. Adam, thanks again, and have a great day, everyone. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.